Hey, y'all, if you enjoy watching your podcast, which seems kind of weird, watching your podcast, but some people really enjoy that. So we have a YouTube channel. You can find it at Heather Parody, P-A-R-A-D-Y. It's also linked up in the show notes. You can hit subscribe. And several of these interviews are actually in person. So you can watch that. Again, that is at Heather Parody on YouTube. Pranilla Striker is a complete powerhouse. Fitness influencer, charismatic content creator. And this girl has the best abs I've ever seen. How in the world does she do it? Well, friends, it's probably not what you think. Now, I lucked out at a conference a few months ago. I got the chance to sit next to her, and y'all know me. I'm chitty-chatty. So heard a little bit of her story, her vibe, and was super impressed with her energy and resolve to not only make herself great, but also help others become the best version of themselves. In this conversation, we explored how you can become more confident in your skin and push past limits that you never thought was possible. So what does it really take? to get in good shape. My friends, her answer is going to help you in almost every area of your life. If it feels right in your soul, I believe there's a reason for it. And Come you on. are only going to experience and know what that reason is if you actually continue to go for it. And if you don't yeah. quit, writing down all the reasons why you have to stop whatever it is that you want to stop Ooh. or start, whatever it is, like get so mad at, you don't have to be mad at yourself, but just like get so mad at this incredibly destructive habit. Put a timer for 15 minutes and write down all the ways it's ruining your life. And oh my God, it would literally save your life. What is the life that I want to live? Like I have one chance and how yeah. am I going to live it? Y'all, come in. Come in. I am so excited for this conversation. In fact, I think I have just been like in your DMs, like forcing this to happen because I met you at a conference and I'm just telling you before, I got freaking lucky to sit next to you for five minutes. I didn't really get to hear too much of your story, but you know how you meet those people and you're like, that is a really genuine, good-hearted human being who gives a real shit you know, about people and making a difference in this world. And Vanilla, when I saw you on Instagram, obviously I'm very impressed with what you've built and the waves that you're making in this world. But what's really impressive is when you can combine that with just genuineness and kindness, which I think just radiates from you. So selfishly, super selfish. I was like, I hope she can come on because I want to hear your story. I want to hear about your mindset. I'm amazed by physically the transformations that you've been able to give other people. It's something that I haven't figured out personally and is so bewildering <laughs> to me. So I have so many questions for you, my friend, but thank you. What an honor it is to have you on today's show. It is an honor for me. Thank you so much, Heather. I, when I met you, I just felt such an incredibly powerful light beautiful energy. And I am just so excited that we get to do this. Me today. too. Me so, too. But thank you so much for all the kind words. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Here, here's the deal, friend. I can outwardly look at you, look at what you're building, and it would be instinctually easy for me to be like, well, that's nice for her. She's just cute and beautiful and in great shape and everybody loves her and she has all these followers. It would be very easy for me to project like this was just something that was handed to you. I don't know your story. I've heard a little bit of it just from some of the content that I've consumed of yours and you've alluded before that you used to not feel confident. You used to not feel good in your body and yeah. stuff. And so I'd want to kind of start there because yeah. I think it lays a solid foundation that, you know, you teach a lot about you can do anything and there's a lot of possibility and you can change your life. And we hear that message a lot, but it's important to understand that the people who are preaching that are preaching it for a reason, right? So wherever you want to start in your story, but if you could give us a little bit of context about who you were before you were Absolutely. who you are now, you know yes, what I mean? It, it has been a journey and I feel like I'm a different person today than I, I used to yeah. be. I was so, a girl living, growing up in Denmark, very low self-esteem, living my life to please others. Why? And as we why, know, why did you have low self-esteem? 
I ha- just did not believe I was good enough as I was. Yeah. My parents were loving, incredible parents, but I'm the middle child and mm. I didn't always feel like there was space for me. And I, as a young little kid, thinks that is, you know, because hey, I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable enough. And so mm. I kind of like stepped back when my brothers would be loud and fun. And, and then because of that, because I stepped back, I, you know, wouldn't get as much attention as maybe they would at times because I was just yeah. quiet and I was always trying to be the nice girl, the yeah. girl that made everyone happy. And uh, because I thought that was the way to go about becoming loved in this world. And so when I grew up, I, I kind of continued that pattern and it made me not believe in myself very much, but there was I was a dancer growing up. I danced my entire life. And when I was in that world, there was this little bubble of joy, of great energy that I could step into, tap into. And there was something about mm-hmm. when I danced, there was this inner belief that, oh my gosh, I actually can do certain things. And it mm-hmm. brought me so much joy. And that led me to still not feeling worthy, but having a little inner knowing that I should go somewhere with it this dancing. And and when I finished high school, I moved to Copenhagen, which is the capital of Denmark, to take this dance education. And there was a a few of the teachers there who were also young, but a a little older than me that had been to LA to dance. And when they were talking about this, there was just something in me that, that was like, you should try this. You should try and go to LA. And so I saved up money and I made my way to LA. I got a six month visa. And when I came here, I just fell in love. And I met a lot of other dancers who had gotten a lot of successes within this world. And it was incredibly powerful and beautiful Um, coming to LA, going into a dance class, feeling like I was the worst dancer in the entire world. And you probably didn't know anybody, right? No, I didn't know anyone, but I moved into a place called Home for Dancers. So there's where I met a few dancers from all around the world and got to connect with them. And Spending time with them, experiencing their self-belief within, mm. it started off with dance. It kind of rubbed off on me little by little. Like I, mm-hmm. I did not have a lot of the confidence at first, but seeing it in them kind of made me think, wait, if they can, maybe there's a chance that I can as well. And um, there was this one of this one of the dancers that was reading the self-development book. Lewis House, the School of Greatness. Oh boy, is, that'll get you. At, we met at uh, the Summit of Greatness. Yeah, Greatness, yeah. which is Lewis House uh, event. And I read that book, and I set a goal, and it made me believe in myself a little bit more. Because you know, when you step into the self development world, it's like it's it's really powerful. It it, it changes your brain. And little yeah. by little, I I started believing in myself, and I grew as a dancer, but also as a person, but not to the extent that I uh, then did when I for mm-hmm. years had tried to actually get in badass shape and at one point battling back and forth between doing it and not doing it also due to my lack of confidence my lack of self-belief that I was capable mm-hmm. of doing something that powerful with my body I I didn't have the identity of someone who would be able to do that I just felt like I was someone who could do average and once I Again, read more self-development books and got into this. I one day decided I'm going to do this. I'm going to get in the most badass shape I've ever been in. And I Mm. committed and I did it. And through that, I realized that through challenging myself physically and staying consistent with myself, uh, developing self-discipline, it allowed me to build this new level of self-respect and belief in myself that when I set myself to do something challenging, I can actually Mm. believe myself and actually get up and do the work regardless of how I feel on that day. Like if I make a promise to myself, I can actually keep it. And so through this fitness journey uh, on top of all these other little um, things that had happened throughout my journey, I started to gain this level of self-belief in myself and that I'd always been terrified of putting myself out there. Um, Mm. Today I do content creation full-time. That's my job. And once I got in shape, I had this, again, inner knowing, just like when I wanted to go to LA for the first time, this inner knowing that I needed to share this because it literally changed my life. It changed my confidence, my belief of what I was capable of. And it 
gave me more self-love. And I just had this knowing that I needed to share this. And I'd been terrified of putting myself out there. Like, I'd never loved myself. And so putting myself out there, I was so afraid of, of course, when you don't love yourself, when you're judging yourself, you're afraid Mm -hmm. of other people's judgments as well. But Mm -hmm. little by little, I pushed myself to put out content regardless of how terrifying it was for me Mm, and and I stayed consistent I made a promise to myself this feels so uncomfortable but I had learned through the books I'd read that you have to get uncomfortable in order to grow and so I pushed myself every single day I was going to put something out and I did and I stayed consistent with that for years and years and years and you were talking about it it feels like it's just been handed to me I just want to mention that when I first came to LA I had such a little uh, saving living on like literally eating ramen, living on air yep. mattresses, yep. nothing. And I, you know, had a few dance jobs. I did a little bit of modeling and, and I started this content creation. But for five years, if not more, I was living on a rock. I made yep. minimum. It's real. Um, it's money. real. Yeah. And I didn't even do this content creation because I, I mean, I think in the back of my mind, I was like, wait, I think some people are making a living off of this, but that wasn't even (laughs) why I did it. I just did it because I had this intuition that I needed to share these things that I had found so much value out of doing. And so it's taken a long time. We were talking before jumping on this call, we were talking about consistency and in how you have patience, like you're, if you're willing to make some, if you want something to happen, you're willing to wait the two years to make that thing come to life, to make the puzzles fit in. And I think for me, that has also been it. It's like the patience game of continuously showing up regardless of how much resistance you're experiencing. It's just about continuing. If it, feels right in your soul, I believe there's a reason for it. And Come you are on. only going to experience and know what that reason is if you actually continue to go for it. And if you don't yeah. quit when it gets hard, because it will get hard regardless of anything we try to do in life, right? Because yeah. if, if we haven't done it before, we have to get a little uncomfortable. We have to get outside to where it is newness, which newness yeah. can feel challenging. Come on. So, You know, I was thinking about you know, the reason that it's easy to place somebody else kind of at arm's length of like, oh, well, that's, you know, they were born in great shape or that's easy for them or whatever. Is it just, it puts dissonance between us and them where there's less responsibility or, you know, well, I couldn't do that, right? It's easy to separate because we don't want to feel like, we don't want to feel like it's possible for us almost, right? Because yeah. what does that mean then? If, it, if I'm not there, what does that mean about me? And you mentioned earlier shifting that identity. You first had to see yourself as somebody who could do this, man. Mm-hmm. Like I get that here, but in practice, man, shifting that identity so is super, super hard. I'm curious how you because you work with folks all over who are different levels of fitness. How do you start? tackling that identity element when they're looking in the mirror and they hate what they see, or maybe they've failed a million times before, or they're freaking stressed or they don't have the, I mean, it's the, the thing, the list is ongoing, right? Like, where do you start with folks there? So there's so many different ways to go about this. I'll share two things that have played a massive role in my life and that I've seen Mm. helped other people a lot. The first one is simple. But it is, again, like you said, it's like you have to stay consistent with it. I realized when I had tried for so long to get in shape that I kept trying to get on it. And then I would Mm -hmm. fall back into my old habits, get on it, back to my old habits. And first thing is getting clear on like, what is it that I want? Like, we can't be like, I just want to be healthier. No. What is it that I want exactly to the T, specifically? Like measurable. What? measurable yeah you know the smart goals like really go through if if you haven't looked into that if you're someone who wants to the listeners look into smart goals and make sure that you really are as specific as possible and really understand and get clear on why is it important i think that for me the why is what has kept me going whenever it has felt so challenging 
Um, for me, I wanted to do fitness modeling at the time. And then now at mm. this point, it's both because I know I f like I feel so much better within about myself. It literally compound effects in all other areas of my life when I stay mm. consistent with my routine. Um, as well as today, it's also about I got to show up because if I don't show up, I'm not going to be able to impact anyone else to do that. Yeah. So like for me, my why has changed, but getting really clear on why is it so important for you? And then something that I found really useful at first is that I would want it to be an athlete and I would look myself in the mirror. You know, I wouldn't see an athlete in the mirror, but I would say, mm -hmm. you can swear, do whatever resonates with you. But I was like, Pernilla, you are beating an yeah. freaking athlete. I would swear oh, I I would love like, that. you are unstoppable. You are a badass. You, I would just like go ham on myself in the mirror and I would do it at home. I would do it at the gym when I didn't feel mm. motivated. I'd be like, you are at free. And that subconsciously changes something in you because mm. what happened is like when I would start to continuously tell myself that I was an athlete, it's like, what would, what would an athlete think right now? How would an athlete act right now? And that yeah. will show up in your eating habits. It will show up in your workouts. You'll go for a little bit more than you did the last time because if you're an athlete you're going to show up as one and mm. you're going to have to fake it at first because we don't believe it right um, and for someone else an athlete isn't going to resonate but you can choose whatever word works works for you and that was really powerful i would be sprinting on the treadmill and i would be like you're unstoppable you can do this like i love that. show them what you got like and, and remind myself of, of the bigger vision of my goal like why is it so important for some people it's like i want to be stay healthy for my kids so that I can run around in the mm. garden with them. You know, like there's so many things that you can remind yourself of that are powerful, that are going to make you push yourself past the comfort zone because your body, my body in my brain, the laziest thing ever. And I have to, had to make a decision as I think we all have to, mm. to not allow our brain, our lazy brain, our lazy body to take control. Because again, going back to the why, like, what do I really want? Do I want to be an athlete or do I want to stay comfortable and really make that clear to ourselves? And so one thing is, is the like telling yourself, looking yourself in the mirror and faking it at first, but like empowering yourself, being your own absolute best hype man. The second thing is very much in relation to all of this, but I started doing a morning routine. And Come on. Yeah. I started, I got up really early, which no one, you don't need to get up as early as I do, but just having that first part of your day to you, for you yeah, yeah, and connecting with yourself in whatever way that feels right to you. What I like to do mm -hmm. is I journal. Sometimes I read, I meditate and I really connect with, I mean, what is it that I want? What is holding me back from feeling at my absolute best right now? How can I show up in a better way for me, for the people around mm. me? What are things that I am lying to myself about that I got to be honest with myself about? Yeah. And really getting naked with yourself. Because when you do that, you create a different relationship to yourself. What I realized is I didn't have a relationship with myself. I was just kind of living. But yeah. once I started to create a relationship with myself, as we know, the people that were we get close to the more close we get the more we start to care about them and when we mm. build this relationship to ourselves maybe through journaling and for some people it's going on a walk in nature it can be you know there's so many ways that you can go about doing this but once you start developing a relationship to yourself you're also gonna want uh, you can first of all start sharing more love with yourself once you actually like realize oh my gosh this is maybe my younger child i'm talking to sometimes or it's my current self that is just uh, needing a little bit of love right now then you can give yourself what it is that you need and also mm -hmm. you will uh, yeah as you start learning to love yourself more in that way and building this connection relationship then you can then as you go about your day you're also going to show up for yourself differently so if you told yourself Sunday night this week, I'm going to eat healthy, nutritious foods because that's what my body deserves on a Tuesday night when your brain, lazy brain is starting to want cookies. Taco Tuesday, can, man. Taco Tuesday. But you can have ta tacos. Tacos can be healthy. Yeah, but I can't have margaritas. That's 
know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> but that's when, because you, you know, because as we build this relationship to ourselves, we can ask ourselves, wait, what, what would actually be good for me right now? And sometimes that's going to be the margaritas. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. that is self-love, right? But Talk to me a little bit more about that. That's where I struggle because you're talking okay. about, you know, looking in the mirror and man, I feel that like kind of the alter ego vibe where you're like stepping into the athlete and I thrive off of kind of more of the tough love thing. If I talk to myself yes. like that, like yeah. that's Heather would shift some things. I feel you on that. Also the self love part. That's interesting because sometimes I'll use this self love thing as an excuse of like, you just had back-to-back -back calls all day long and you're so tired and you're stressed out and this is the way you relax. And sometimes, yes, slash, sometimes I'm using that as an excuse and it's a habitual thing and you end up doing that several nights a week as opposed to one. You know what I'm saying? So how do you advise yeah. like being nice to yourself but also keeping that athlete mentality? When you do your journaling, whenever you do that, when you sit with yourself in your meditation, whatever, when you're yeah. having a conversation with yourself, what has really helped me, and I lie to myself all the time, but when I get quiet with myself, that's when I ask, what is actually the thing that I deep down want? Oh, is that <laughs> to have so margaritas one night a week? Is that to completely quit it? Is that to, you know, what does that mm. actually look like? Like in a dream scenario, what would my life actually look like? Wow, because once so we've gotten that honest with ourselves, it's hard to go back because we've already, we've answered the mm -hmm. question. So if we then don't do that, then it's like, oh, wait, I actually already had this conversation with myself. So maybe I, I shouldn't do this right now because mm. I, I, my highest self, the best version of myself Oof. wouldn't do this right now. That highest Because then we self. also know, right, when, when it's the excuse and when it's like actually self-care. That's been a, a big thing for me as well. It's like sometimes I'll, you know, go for weeks at a time and I'll be like, but it's self-love, like you were saying. And then it's like, yeah. oh, okay, it's time for that conversation with myself. What's actually best for me in this situation? You're so right. We know. We know deep yeah. down if we get still with ourselves. Yeah. But it's the challenge is whether or not we're willing to. And oftentimes I'm not willing to. Like, Days mm. have to go by where it's like nudging me, like it's time to get honest with yourself. And yeah. then the time comes and it's like, okay, all right, I'll sit down and do this and then I will commit. I'm, I've been on a little venture lately where I'm kind of hyper obsessed with high performing people. I think it's really interesting. I'm in a position in my life where I do good, you know? But then there's great and there's a big difference between good and then great, right? And I've just been, I had Todd Herman on the other day. He wrote Alter Ego Effect, incredible book. You had Todd Herman on? <laughs> yeah, oh it was awesome. God. And I, I was talking. Fan. Oh, he's, he's so, he's, I felt so freaking dumb when that thing was over with because I was like, wow, I have a lot to learn. But, you know, I when he works. To your episode. Yeah, when he works with, and it, it was reminding me of what you were saying with looking in the mirror, kind of this mm. alternate identity that you sometimes, you don't have, so you kind of have to borrow, if I may, from, you know, someone else or another source or whatever. And I'm curious your perception on this, because I know there was one time in my life, I had a Diet Coke addiction, like, girl like i feel you diet I, coke like i love it <laughs> and i had it for years and years and years and it was one day i woke up and i literally said i am not gonna drink this anymore and i didn't yeah. and it was literally this and it was weird it was just one day i got mad and i was so frustrated and i was like i'm not gonna drink this shit anymore and i stopped and i didn't want it and it was unreal. I've never mimicked that again. And talking to people like Todd and you and these high performers, I I kind of feel that same sense where there's just something in your brain that's just like, I'm done. And it's this resolve. And I haven't been able to reverse engineer my Diet Coke <laughs> situation. And I'm curious with you, like, if you had to put, you know, uh, an explanation of how that happens in your brain and is it repeatable because if I could access that same resolve again I would and I haven't yet and I'm curious your thoughts yeah. on that yeah well it's you you did that thing where it's like you got so sick and tired of 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 being 
miserable with your diet coke right addicted it was just one day it was enough it was enough and the same exact thing happened with me being so sick and tired of having tried to get in shape and not really doing Mm. it like i was so tired of myself doing that and the same Mm. you were so tired of yourself uh, drinking that diet coke and i think for us to make a drastic shift like that there has to be some sort of thing that makes us absolutely say enough is enough. We have to get and I sick. I do think there's a way for us to do it by ourselves. It's writing down all the reasons why you have to stop whatever it is that you want to stop Ooh. or start whatever it is. Like get so mad at, you don't have to be mad at yourself, but just like get so mad at this incredibly destructive habit. Like just put a timer for 15 minutes and write down all the ways it's ruining your life and all the ways that oh, if you stop so doing it, it would just be, Oh my God, it would literally save your life. That's and so good. You have to get yourself there to make that drastic shift because like I was talking about, like our brain, it's the best manipulator ever to make it's us so choose the easy path. So we have to be strategic about it and like really do something so drastic that we are, we're not willing to not make that change. Mm. And you've, you've had that with the diet Coke. So like once we've had, and I think we all have had that with something in our life, we've all tried at one point to just make that drastic change and it's stepping into, okay, what was the, what, what happened? Mm. And then reconnecting with that part of ourself that is just is so tired of doing this yeah. thing that is not good for us. There's a reason why we keep wanting to stop. It's because we know it's not good for us. And also right. being really honest with ourselves about what is the life that I want to live? Like I have one chance and how yeah. am I going to live it? Am I going to continue to do things that don't feel good to me long-term? Like, mm. no, if we're honest with ourselves, no. Then there are certain things where it's like, for example, a margarita on a Tuesday, you know yeah. what? Being honest with yourself, you know what? That margarita brings me so much joy. And that is a part of the life that I want to live. I want a margarita every single Tuesday. And then that is your authentic, honest truth. And then it's like, okay, if that's what you want, stop being so mean to yourself about it. You've gotten Mm. honest with yourself about the fact that you want a margarita every Tuesday because it's giving you some sort of life joy. Yeah. Make that decision and stop bothering yourself about being hard on yourself about it. It's like... But if we just dare in every area of our life to be so honest with ourselves, it's like there's never going to be any regret or any half-assed anything. We're just going to live our life in the way that we actually want to be living it. You are just incredible. I've had so many freaking ahas talking to you right now. Like what's coming up for me is this whole idea of like, what do you want? As simple as that sounds, I feel like we live our, I'll speak for myself. I've lived my life so much where there's all these good ideas and all these opinions and sometimes sorting through what you really want versus what is expected of you or what other people tell you you should want. I know that sounds like it should be so simple and innate, but getting so clear, like you said earlier on what is my dream life? What is my dream situation? What is my dream body? What is, what do I really want? Do I really want xyz or do i want this and like damn girl you think that would be you think that would be like a super obvious thing but man yeah um, but it it, it, it is because we kind of think we know what we want but that's why i i said journaling was one of the things it's because it's I'm a really where we can big. get yeah yeah i can i can see that it's where we get you know honest with ourselves and it's so easy to not i can totally spend a full week journaling and, and kind of lie to myself. Cause that's what our brain wants. Like natural, that's yeah. our natural instinct. Right. Cause the other yeah. part, the other thing is hard. It's harder. But the yeah. fun thing, like you were saying, once we make the decision, then it's not easy. Like you, or then it is easy. Like you didn't and want the diet Coke anymore. It was just, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. What is behaviorally for you? What was one of the hardest things for you to break free from you knew you sugar. wanted to stop sugar that was it oh my god i i still have a sugar you didn't even hesitate <laughs> you didn't and even hesitate <laughs> no oh my god when it's 7 p.m i just i could just everything sugar could go yeah. down in 0.2 seconds like what I, did you do like you i said no no yeah and yeah. because i had made that very clear decision 
it was like it's it's just no battling. The hard part is the battle, right? It's like, oh, should I have come on cookie or should I not? Yeah. Should I have yeah. should I have it or not? But once you make the decision, should I just have a little sip of Diet Coke? You know, it's like, but once you've made the decision, it's like, nope. And for anyone listening, some for some people, what can be helpful is like having an accountability partner. Really yeah. like promising someone else, I'm not gonna do this. It could even go as far as like, you know. I'll send you a certain amount of money. And if I do this, you won't send them back mm -hmm. to me. But if I don't, then yeah. you send them, whatever. Yeah. It could be that. For others, enough. it's enough to just have it within. It could be sell it, having some sort of like, if I stick to this, I'll take myself on vacation. Like there's different ways that we can motivate ourselves. But I think, yeah, everyone's different in that way. But having some sort of goal in mind, I think is, yeah. uh, even if it's just a dream to be whatever it is that, that it'll, free us from when we get rid of that, those habits. But yeah, sugar, also just eating a bunch of everything I could put my eyes on. I've always been a, <laughs> a food lover. Um, and then being consistent with my workouts, like on the yeah. days I didn't want to, like, nope, you promised yourself, you got to show up. And it's like making it to the gym, just making it to, through the warm up, just doing focusing on one set, like I still will have days, you know, every now and then where it's like, I really don't feel it today. And then it's just focusing on one set at a time. Like we can focus on one set. Like I can do like, you know, 60 seconds of work. That's fine. And then once yeah. that's done, 60 more seconds. Yeah. And then once we get going, it, it it's usually tends to be easier. Yeah. Get easier. Yeah. I wanted to shift a little bit gears towards kind of the last half hour conversation into, you know, your decision to go and create content around all of this. I, I feel as though the fitness industry is kind of harsh. There's a lot of, I don't know, people, this is the right way. No carbs, no, you know, this yeah. diet, that or whatever. And then like yeah. bringing your voice into this space and holding your own. And you've done so well, my friend. Oh my gosh. Like your content is so interesting. And I love the video with your mom that you brought into your YouTube channel. It was so neat. Like you're really creative and I feel like, you know, you've really done a great job of bleeding through your personality and your heart, you know, along with your knowledge. And I'm just curious, kind of, did you use the same mentality that you used in fitness to start creating content? Because it's not easy, man. Sometimes people, you know, they have that desire just like they might with fitness to use their voice or whatever, but finding their place in such a quote, saturated world, especially like if they're in an industry like fitness, where there's all these opinions, man, I'm just yeah. curious about your journey just in that space. Yeah. So actually similar, a similar thing happened. I was really? so nervous to put myself out there. So yeah. nervous. I've always been so afraid of people's judgment and with self-love that goes away a little bit more because when you learn to accept all, Preach. Of, all of you, then Preach. it doesn't, hurt when other people, you know, um, think yeah. differently because, you know, we all have our own perceptions and everyone is allowed to their opinion. But if I accept myself, then I can show up authentically and be myself and, and be okay with people who maybe disagree. And then, um, yeah. but I, I do want to say my approach to fitness is the opposite of what you were just saying that majority of fitness influencers yeah. speak about. Like, I don't think there's a right or wrong way. I think yeah. every human has different ways, approaches that work for them. And exactly. some people are going to love one way. So other people are going to love another way. There's really no right or wrong. The only thing that's right is the thing that feels good to you. Um, right. And that's really my approach. Then, I, of course, if people ask me, like, what I do, I'll gladly share that. But it's it's very, it's just so different for every yeah. person. But when you were saying in my approach to getting into content creation, I kind of did the same thing as when I wanted to get in shape. I had for a full year or longer wanted to start. And I just hadn't because I was so afraid. And again, it was yeah. one of those things, you know what, I'm going to do this. I made myself the, the challenge that I was going to start. I started on Instagram and every single day I was going to put out a post and I did that for years. every day. Wow. Every single day. Um, wow. And I created regular posts and, you know, workouts and sharing some tips sometimes. And then something that I realized that was, very afraid of was speaking in front of the camera. And oh when boy. I realized how terrified I was of that, I was asking myself, Pernilla, what is it that you want? And I've always wanted to use my voice to help other people better their mm. lives and, mm. and motivate others to, mm. you know, get themselves to do it. And so I 
when I realized that and I got honest with myself about the fact that that's what I wanted to do, I realized, well, then you have to learn how to speak to people because I would stutter and I, it was so hard for me to get words out. And sure. as we all know, and we, you're an incredible, like everything I'm, I'm blown away by the way that you speak and the way that you hold um, a podcast like this. I think it's so inspiring for me to see and it's people like you that I'm inspired by and at the time I was like well if I want to one day be able to do what they are doing I gotta mm. practice and so Word. for a full year I set myself the challenge that every day I had to show up on my story and Good create some you. sort of story in that talk about some something that had been helpful something that was going on in my life that hopefully could bring value yeah. to someone else and practicing throughout that year just on like a little story really helped me at least become more comfortable with speaking in front of the camera because mm -hmm. it just was not comfortable for me at first and just for anyone listening like if if there's something that you kind of deep down want to do but you're like I'm terrible at this well you won't be if you just show up every single day for a year or at least you're gonna by the end of the year feel so much better and it's gonna feel uncomfortable you're not gonna want to do it but if you stick to it if you commit and stick to it you will be a different human by the end of the year or like a year from today because I mean, with any challenge we we set ourselves where we grow in the process right like and we become yeah. a human that we we don't even we can't even comprehend or understand that version of ourselves before it exists so we have to get uncomfortable we have to push ourselves mm -hmm. to do that in order for us to to get to that next level that we Preach, that is unknown girl. in the now yeah I'm really glad that you brought up the face on camera thing. There's so much resistance around that. And I'm not saying everybody should, you know, get on Instagram or share their face or whatever. I think there's, it's speaking to a deeper thing in us that need to be healed. Like, what does it mean to have your face on camera? What does it mean to hear your voice? Like, do you, like you said, do you feel comfortable in your skin? And it really has nothing to do with the medium more than just, you know, like you said, loving yourself and being cool with who you are right now, you know? Yeah. I'm curious with this stage, I know, I think it was a couple of months ago, I might be wrong on this, that you were kind of challenging yourself again physically and really, uh, I'm sure you're always doing that, but you were documenting a little bit of, I'm so ignorant girl with all this health stuff. I don't even want to say, <laughs> I'll mess yeah. it up, but I know like your statistics it, and your stats at the doctor. Yeah, body, are you talking about maybe, um, so I've done a few challenges, but you're probably talking about, I did a experiment to see if I could lower my body fat percentage and yes. my muscle mass. Yes. yes. And I did an experiment like that where I went all in for a full month and it was like so exciting, so challenging, but incredible. And I am um, lowered my body fat percentage with 3% in a month and up my, my muscle mass an incredible amount during that month. And I, you know, got all these DEXA scans and uh, body fat uh, tests and stuff. And it, it was really, really exciting. And I do that on my YouTube channel a lot, like two different <laughs> challenges. So awesome. I just love it. So for a long time, it was hard for me to find my way on YouTube, like how to create videos that both were impactful, but also brought me joy, you know, right. and right. Um, this challenging myself in some way and then documenting the process is so fun. That's what I wanted to ask you about is kind of like this next, you know, I, I alluded earlier to from good to great. And I feel like you've achieved greatness in, in this area and you're even pushing, and I don't even know what word I would use other than greater excellence. Oh, you're you. just, you just keep pushing higher and higher. And I know there's like this quote, you know, and quotes are usually generalized where it says, what got you here won't get you there. And I'm curious with your level, if the same mentality still works, kind of like that, looking yourself in the mirror in the, you know, I'm sick of being this, 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 if, if those same tips that got you from not in shape to great shape, are you still using those tactics where you're at now or what's the yeah. tricks there now? I, I actually am because I think same we thing. all, yeah. Cause it's like, this is our new norm, right? Whenever we level up, we get used yeah. to our new norm. It's the same, like we once wanted this car and then we get the car and it's so exciting. But then after a year, it's just our car. And then when we want that next level car, same thing has to happen. We're going to have to dream about the car, save mm -hmm. up for the car, a uh, test drive the car. And then the next, uh, so it's like, it's kind of like life, right? It's, it's kind of how they say that, you know, billionaires aren't necessarily happier than they were when they were just millionaires right. or ha we're 
broke sometimes because it's it's not about the level we've gotten to every level we, mm. we become used to it becomes our new norm and then it's like we have to go through the same process again to to level up to the next version of ourselves. and but i think that once you've done it once of course you can then step into it maybe better again yeah and, and sometimes not sometimes not sometimes when we reach that goal that we've always wanted it gets it can be really challenging for us to get the same find that same excitement and inspiration interesting to get to that next because like we were talking about with the diet coke and my cookies or sugar addiction it's like we have to get to that point where it's like it's enough is enough and once we've leveled a certain level of success within some field then it's hard to get that oh i'm sick and tired of this for us to get to that next level like it's it yeah, it, it actually can true. get harder to get that to, makes you know, sense. to get to that yeah how how has your friendships and relationships changed since kind of going on the more dedicated path, I guess? Because I know, again, I'm throwing up my experience on you. Maybe it's not been your experience, but I feel like times I've wanted to like level up in X area, it's caused strain sometimes in relationships because folks don't get it or they're like, you're being too hard on yourself. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. And you're like, man, no, Paul, this is actually what I want with my life. Did you experience yeah. that? How do you navigate Absolutely. those relationships? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So much. And it has been a challenge, especially if it's people that maybe weren't that close, you know, then it's easier. But when it's people right. that are really close to you, for me, it has really affected me, but it affects me in areas that I haven't fully, fully all around healed or understood myself within, loved myself within, because once I know exactly why I'm doing it. I stand proudly in the fact that I'm doing it regardless of what anyone else thinks. Mm. I will no longer be affected by their opinions. But if it's something that it's maybe still a new goal, I haven't God, maybe so fully under, uh, like accepted um, or understood that I'm capable of it, that's when it's weak. That's when I think it's really hard and a majority of the time maybe necessary that we don't bring other people into mm. that like let's say we've set a goal we've started on the journey that we maybe we can say like you know if people are like don't you want a cake uh, we don't have to go into details as to why we don't want the cake we can just you know shake it off and maybe be like you know what i'll share that in a few months i'm just trying out something right now and yeah. um, it, it's okay to keep that little dream, little desire to ourselves till it becomes whole. Because if we know that we're going to be affected by someone else's opinion or be different beliefs than the ones that we have, then it's okay to keep it to ourselves. Yeah. I think that's important. That's so because good. People who aren't living your life, they, they will not understand and they don't have to, right? They don't yeah. have to. I think if we're in a relationship or we want our parents to understand, it, but it's our vision. It's not mm. their vision. And we can't make them see it. I think really like even when I started content creation, many people around me didn't understand why I would do it. And because I was still in the building phase, I hadn't got success with it yet. That was so hard for me. But yeah. once I succeeded or people, my family, for example, saw that I, oh, you're actually making a living off of doing it, this, then they could see my vision. Yeah, we, we have to not maybe let it, into like we can talk with them about other things if they're important to us of course sometimes friendships completely go two different ways when you're evolving a lot as a human but if it's yeah. people that you are just not willing to let go of you can keep certain things to yourself or like That's share so that good. with other people that do get it yeah i love that everything for, you know that you've said tonight has just been looping back around to yourself your own resolve and your own personal responsibility because i'll tell them myself girl like it's easy to displace things right like people don't understand or i don't have support or blah 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 and you've just brought it home again and again and again what do you want what resolve do you have and sitting in that and getting really, really grounded and your content, everything that you preach is this idea that if we give ourselves that space, we'll be shocked at what we can actually do and actually accomplish. 
I love it. I love it. Thank you. I have a, a one more final question for you. I want to honor the time I asked you for. But before then, where would you like to direct our listeners to? I know sometimes you do challenges and so forth. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up that you want to direct our folks to? I just share a ton of content I have in my YouTube channel and my um, Instagram, TikTok. And then I also have my podcast, which is where we Woo-hoo. go deep. So I'm Pernilla on all, all platforms. And then my podcast is called Challenge Your Norm because mm. we got to challenge our norm in order to grow. And give me a taste of some of this know. deep stuff. So like, what's something like that somebody would come to you and they're just trying to get some abs or something, and then you're going deep on something else. What are some of the things that you kind of tackle in that? Oh my gosh, there's so many directions, but it's getting to understand why do you want that? And also, it, I actually, I, I want to touch on this because a lot of people, yeah. myself included, I wanted abs, right? That was like, oh, I want abs and people want mm-hmm. abs. But the coolest thing is that people usually approach me because of that. And I, I, I was guilty of that myself. That's what we want. But what mm-hmm. we realize is it's going back to the same thing I've been preaching about on the, on in, during this entire interview, but it's like what happens in that journey is that you realize that you're capable of so much more than you thought because if you want abs, you have to be consistent with your diet. You have to show up at the gym when you don't want to. And in the process, the journey of getting those abs, that's when you suddenly become a completely new version yeah. of yourself. Mm-hmm. And the, the coolest thing is like – I'm a fitness girl, yes, but what I'm the most passionate about is that when you do that, when you actually make that happen, it compound effects in all other areas of your life. It compound effects mm-hmm. in how you show up in relationships, in your work. Like if you're used to procrastinating the gym, there's a chance that you procrastinate other places Preach, in your life. Yeah. And then you're walking around like procrastinating things where when you show yourself that you have discipline, self-discipline, you start having that with your work, you get so much more done and you, you just show up for things with things in things in a different way. And, um, I just think that's the most cool thing is that people show up for abs and then they realize, okay, my whole life just changed because of this one so little thing I wanted. It's so good. So, yeah. Okay. A lot. I have one more little, 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 little I question. love it. I love it. There, there are some really weird, I don't say weird because it has a negative connotation different techniques that I've been hearing about from some of these high-performing people when they're like working out. I I know there was the other day on the show, somebody was talking about, you know, sometimes runners, they'll imagine like a hand on their back kind of pushing them forward of somebody that they admire, or, you know, we mentioned alter ego. I've been doing, doing some researching about board of directors. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Napoleon Hill, like some of these, like, it's just a crazy like little mind things that high performing people do. And I'm curious if, is there anything that you've practiced or, or done that kind of pushes you past your own mental barrier, whether it's a alter ego or the hand or any kind of yeah. weird things you do? I love this yeah, stuff. I, well, for, I've already shared that I talk to myself. So that's a thing. I, Dude, I think that's normal. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then alter ego as well. Like if I, yeah. You know, if I've happened to come across someone really uh, incredibly talented in dancing, then when I show up into a dance class, I like literally mm-hmm. step into becoming that person because it just makes you dance with a completely different confidence. And the same yeah. at the gym. Yeah. If you've scrolled on Instagram and you found someone really crazy fit, inspiring, stepping into them, it's, it comes back to this thing of like how I was saying, identifying myself as an athlete. I usually had like some athlete in mind, like how would they Mm -hmm. think right now? How would they act? And if you embody that while you're working out or doing any other like artistic task or anything that you do throughout your day, if you embody this person that you're crazy inspired by, it's crazy how much more Mm -hmm. capable, able you are. It's wild. It's it's really powerful. I really would love for anyone listening to give that a try. Whatever area it is that you want to grow within right now, think of a person that you're crazy inspired by and step into them next time you're doing that task, whatever that is. It's, I love it, it will blow your mind. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. 
I want to make sure your show, your Instagram, YouTube, website is all linked up in the show notes. You can click over there, check her out, give her a follow. Please, please, please. She's the best. But Pernilla, I'm curious. This is our last question I've been asking folks. I've been really trying to encourage myself and our listeners to ask more questions and become more curious. Sometimes when we feel like we don't know the answer to something or the fact of questioning things is, is shameful or it means we have doubt or whatever, as opposed to, you know, as Elizabeth Gilbert says, you know, asking questions is a creative life. Curiosity is a creative life, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm curious with you, what is something in your life? It could be fitness related. It could be about content. It could be something silly about like why people like brown sugar pop tarts. I think they're disgusting. I have no idea why people <laughs> like those things, but what is like a question that in this season of your life, you're really wrestling with that you don't have the answer to the, the question that keeps like popping in my head is like, That's what's the, the right thing to do, but it's, it's Ooh. so broad. What's the right thing to do. Mm. And, and it's, it's not about just one thing in my life. It's mm. there's so many options, so many opportunity constantly and, 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 and directions that you can go. And it's like, I want to do so many things in my life. And sometimes it's very difficult to figure out what is the right one. Girl. And yeah, that's just what keeps, keeps coming up. I think. I'm and glad you shared that. That's, I really resonate with that because I've, I don't know about you growing up, but I was taught like there was a right and wrong with things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there is no right and wrong and it's like all like yeah. good. And so how do you start choosing? I get, I get that. Yeah. And you know, I love, that's why I'm such a journaler, mm -hmm. like journaling on it. And that doesn't mean that you come to the conclusion to the right one, but all you can ever do, right. Is just follow yeah. what your intuition is telling you or follow what feels the most right. And then, yeah. yeah learn as Amen. you go. Amen. Yeah. Well, Pernella, oh you are incredible. I'm you are so incredible. grateful. I just I want to say thank you so much for having me on. I'm crazy awesome. inspired by you. I, you know how I said, I really want to work on, ugh, I want to become an incredible podcaster and you are an incredible podcaster. And just speaking with you today, right, I, thank you. I feel so inspired and I um, have so much admiration for what you've done and just continuously showing up your patience and your vision for where it is that you want to go. It's incredibly inspiring. And I'm so honored that you wanted to have this conversation. With me That's today. so sweet. You're the best. 